0: Are you a creative? I think you are. And that's why you should join my circle community, the Creative Study Lounge. Listen, we all know how social media is right now with all the lying, the bots, the ads, the shadow banning, your posts not getting seen, the requests from people you don't know, the strange activities. Social media is a mess right now. So that's why I decided to create a community just for creatives where we can get down and talk about writing, video games, art, development, things in popular media whatever we want, or just some nonsense. There's a place for it all. It's at the Creative Study Lounge. And while you're there, you can get the merch, send me questions, comments, ideas, and you can generally support the podcast. Check the links in the description. We'll be adding more as time goes along, but hey, it's a good thing. CreativeStudyLounge.com or check the links in the description. Once again, that's CreativeStudyLounge.com or check the links in the description. And you won't have to listen to this dumb advertisement. Now let's get on with the program.
1: All right. All right. Let's get things started here. Get things started. I'm just going to start jumping right into these because you know what? You don't need to be waiting around for anything. You've got places to be. You've got people to see. You've got things to do. I understand. I understand. Shout out to Net Freedom Entertainment for popping through. We always give love and respect to the people who we love and respect, so shout out to you, Nat. Also, love, live, music. Thank you very much for stopping through. This is Creativity Threads Live, a podcast about all the aspects of creativity and how they thread through our lives. I realized that it was a constant topic in my mind just about creativity, doing what you gotta do, building something out of nothing, turning order uh, from chaos to order, taking the forces of entropy, and moving them into some sort of ordered pattern in your life, improvement, building, creativity, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I've been doing that for much of my life, and I wouldn't change it for the world. So now I'm just getting around to talking about it. And I have so much noise to talk about that I'm doing a daily, well, for now, um, showing up here on the weekdays, just as much as I want to talk about this stuff. Over time, I'll probably straighten up some things with coming in live with uh, you know more graphics and things like that but right now I just want to be sure I'm popping in here I honestly don't have the patience to keep setting up the camera and getting the lighting set up every time but I do want to get this information out there while I'm doing more behind the scenes stuff so that's why we're going audio only for the most part but should you miss these lives don't worry Uh, the concepts I talk about I'll continue to talk about I just want to keep a running track of these things I'm going to continue to talk about uh, creativity where it affects your life some current events maybe and we'll go from there this is going to be also built out with the web page and the podcast player so you'll see that reflected there as well but if you are new to this scene be sure to check out mrbinger.com that's where I end up focusing all of the the links and the i organize everything so you can always find my links there creativitythreadslife.com is actually up and available but it's not fully fleshed out yet so if you go there uh just know that all right so that was my little short couple minute intro and i wanted to get into something that i was talking about over on threads because to be honest threads is where i got the inspiration for this whole creativity threads life thing. Um. I was—I don't want to say I was concerned, but I've, I've been doing my New Year's thing like I, I usually do. And I get hyped about the New Year and I get happy. 2024 is here. Uh, screw Halloween. Screw Christmas. Screw Fourth of July. All that. Thanksgiving. That can all be pushed to the side for me for New Year. Now, it's not about running around, you know, drinking, staying up until six in the morning or whatever and screaming my lungs out and doing fireworks. I did that. And that's okay. That's fun that's fantastic, that's a great time if you want to spend your time that way at the new year. But recently, I guess I've become an old fart, I've started getting into my reflective and introspective stage, I I guess you could call it. So what am I doing with this reflective and introspective stage? Well, for the past several years, I've been taking New Year's time to basically cut myself off from everything. And if it's really going to be a new year, new me, I said to myself, I want to stop, really reflect on what happened, really take a step back. Not only from other people's perception of me, which is why I cut off the notifications pretty much. And I kind of went silent for about three days. And then I also do the introspective kind of cleansing where it's like I don't assume anything about myself anymore. Where I stop and take a moment and say, you know what? Let me just sit with me and think about what I'm experiencing right now. Am I getting good sleep? Am I looking forward to the next day? How do I feel about my, my knees when I run up a pair of steps? A flight of steps, not a pair. A pair would be pretty sad if you're worried about your knees on a pair of steps. But yes, like a flight of steps. How, how am I feeling? You know, the physical, mental, spiritual. Familial, social, internal, you know, the all, all of these different factors. Are you living in the town you want to live in? How does that make you feel? What, is, what does all this mean to you? And I start doing this introspective and extrospective kind of thing. Anyway, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm hearing you, Natalie. Uh, you know, taking that week of solitude to reflect, it's a powerful thing. I should do it more often throughout the year. I do my little hour, two hour, you know, I may take a most of a day away from myself. but My thoughts are still pretty much ramping on on the momentum that I've already got going on, the good and bad momentum. But anyway, so I do this thing. I I take a, you know, basically a retreat for myself. And somebody called me, somebody called me. um, uh, You know. Standoffish during this point, and I was like, "Okay, this is what happens when I go into my meditative mode." And they thought I was being mean, or something had happened at the New Year. I was like, "No, no, no, I'm just just doing my thing." But what um what this has allowed me to do is stop and really consider what have I been doing in the past year two thousand three two thousand twenty three reflections, and what's going on in two thousand twenty four. This I spoke about a couple days ago, but it gives you, it gives you a trajectory. Now, trajectory is not a goal. It's not a direction. It's not a specific location, but your trajectory, it's basically your general path towards some destination. I won't say a final destination, but some destination. So if you've got your present state where you are right now you think about where you're going, some general, uh, just imagine you're standing out somewhere on the highway and you see mountains off in the distance. You see a mountain off in the distance. You're standing at the edge of the highway or at a gas station or somewhere where you can drive. You're standing in a driveway, whatever, by the road. You're looking off in the distance and you see a mountain. And you think to yourself, I'm going to get to the top of that mountain. Also, You've got to look back at where you come from, back to all, your, all your knowledge, your learning, the things that brought you where you're, you're currently are, not with a good or bad look saying that that was, hey, that happened in 2023. That was terrible. Let's not put a judgment value call on it yet. Let's just say that it happened. Everything that's happened and everything that's going to happen are on the two sides of you during this little period of time at the beginning of the year. So by, what I mean by trajectory is this path that you're on that tells you the general direction based on where you've come from and where you're going. And this trajectory will allow you to move forward in your life, in your mind, in your, in your decisions that you make, in your everyday dealings, with much more clarity and ability. So as I said, You're standing on the side of the road. That's where you are currently. And you're looking at this mountain way off in the distance. Just imagine looking off at a mountain way off in the distance. You don't know how you're going to get there. You don't know who's going to help you along the way. You don't know who's going to get you there. You just know that there's a mountain and I'm going to get to the top of it. Maybe you don't know how to climb mountains. I don't either. Maybe they have a special tourist, you know, escalator up the side of the mountain. They drive everybody up to the top of the mountain, maybe need to take a helicopter. You don't know. You don't know what roads are in between you. You don't know if there are toll roads. You don't even know if there's a a body of water between you. You just know that you've got to get to to that mountain. That's what you've decided. Along the way, you may change and decide to go to some valley, to some other destination. You may see a city off in the distance you want to check out. But for right now, you're looking at that mountain. That's where you want to get to and go. Then once you started looking at that, now you can look back from where you've come from. Now, a lot of people don't do a lot of the looking back. They say no looking back. I'm only looking forward. Those are people that have are trying to hide their their past. Your past is your past, and it can be looked at positively or negatively. I don't care what kind of past you have. It can be looked at positively or negatively. Hopefully you're trying to uh, set up your future such that when you look at your past, you realize you're the only one equipped to get to that future because of your past. Let me say it again. Your future is not defined by your past. But if you think about it, your past when looked at in a positive way can define any future that you want. So when I was young, I gr- I was raised in a uh, North Florida, South Georgia, Southern Baptist Christian school with all of its right-leaning, heavy-handed politics and ways of moving about the world. I-, I learned a lot of things there, but I learned that it was okay for me to stand alone. Now, somebody might look at that past and say, oh my gosh, you know, that must have been terrible for you. I was fine, okay? I am fine with it now, whatever may have happened during, in, that, in that time, it's led me to be a person that can stand alone in a situation. So now that I know that I can stand alone in the situation, I look towards my mountain, my personal area where I want to go, and I notice there are going to be plenty of times where I'm going to need to stand alone. And guess what? I can do that. So taking your past and allowing it not to define your future, but taking your future And using that to define your past. Saying, I can only get to this future point by looking at my past and realizing that I'm equipped to get there because of my past. Crazy topic. Crazy topic. Crazy way of thinking about things. But the reason I started thinking about that is because I was talking to some people about the new year. And I got into this a little while ago. uh, Past podcast. And I was talking about, hey, this is the new year. uh, Let's start thinking about improvements. What do we want to do? What do we want to reflect upon? Do you need accountability partners? If I see somebody at the gym, I'm looking at them like, hey, happy new year. Would you like an accountability partner? I don't come out straight out and say it like that, but you start up a conversation and you start like finding out people's goals, people's, people's ways of doing things. And, yes, this is actually uh, well-researched, Natalie. I know I, I tend to talk like I'm just woo-woo out here, but I get all my information from my life experience as well as the life experience of others and well, well-researched academics and thought leaders in the space. Um, whether you're talking about James Clear, Benjamin Hardy, um, Charles Duhigg, uh, Grant Cardone, Gary Vee, a lot of people who have been through a lot of this stuff. That's where I'm getting a lot of this information from, even back to Napoleon Hill and Zig Ziglar and so forth. Anyway. But yes, your future can define what your past means. And this is this gets you into a weird space because I'm sitting here talking to people like, hey, where's our future going to be? And they're like, well. And even just from a year back, I talked to a friend of mine about where he wanted to be in the future. I was like, hey, man, last year we were talking about New Year's goals. Now this year's here. What's going on? And he's like, well, I got a kid now. And I was like, wait a minute. We start talking about the New Year's, and you start you start off your conversation with, well, I have a kid now? That sounds like excuses coming. I don't know what he was about to say, but all I heard was, well, I have a kid now. And I'm like, what does a kid have to do? He, he's defined his future as being some out-of-shape dad because we were talking about fitness and everything last year. So this year now, he's just given up. And I'm talking, and he's saying, yeah, I got a kid now, so, you know, won't be able to. And he just started on this excuse prep- preparation kick. And I'm like, this guy doesn't want to improve. He just gave up. Now, I mean, whatever is going on with him and his family, you know, um, some people have had kids and made that an excuse. It's like, yeah, you know, uh, I strap my kid in a backpack and, and go walking. I'm like, all right, that's what you do. Yeah, I had my kid. Now I'm, you know, now I'm in the gym. I got to keep this body up. It's like, cool. Yeah, I went, you know, I got a kid now. And, you know, the kid likes to. Stay up a lot so I don't get a lot of sleep. So I'm going to have to work on my sleep pattern. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like positivity. This guy was not talking positivity. He was talking about his future looking bad because something good happened to him, which was really weird. Have a child, great thing. Now he's talking about his life gets worse. Um, I didn't vibe with that. I didn't like it. I didn't, I don't want to say I didn't understand it, but I kind of understood it and yes many people abort dreams when real life happens when real life happens that is supposed to that is a that is a way to invigorate yourself and it got me really thinking about the the world that's going on now where people don't want to actually improve and i looked around and it's like like even everywhere i go the gym the grocery store whatever if like somebody leaves something on the wrong shelf, my mind isn't doing anything much much else while I'm at a grocery store. I'm like, okay, I got to pick up some, some, some yogurt, uh, maybe get some cottage cheese. I'm in the dairy aisle, I guess. Um, oh, what's this? Here's some flan. Let me get some flan. And I might notice that the sour cream is in the wrong spot. Normally, I just pass by it, but sometimes I'll take it and, you know, move it right over to where it's supposed to be. It's just because I have an improvement mindset. It's just that's the way I think. I'm not trying to fix the world or anybody, but it's like I'm doing my thing to make my environment better in all ways. There's a piece of trash on the floor. I don't want to step on it, so I kick it out of the way. I at least kick it to the side so nobody else steps on it. There was a candy bar in the aisle, if you're wondering, it's like a half eaten candy bar, just a bad look um, but yeah, I was uh you know buying my <laughs> taking my grocery run, my dairy run uh apparently in this example. <laughs> I do like flan uh but yeah, they had uh flan sour cream cottage cheese and uh and yogurt, and uh, all those were on my mind, except for the sour cream was in the wrong spot, so I had to move it anyway. I have this idea that I improve myself and the environment around me will naturally improve and people start taking offense to that. Like you're trying to fix them. But a lot of people really aren't on my mind like that. I'm just thinking if we're all running, if we're all on this path and somebody's like, Ooh, I'm tired. It's like, okay. What am I supposed to do with that? You want me to give you a coffee? Sure. Um, Give you some tips? Sure. Wait for you? Maybe. But back to the guy. I I I will not, I will not initiate conversation to this to this guy about New Year's anymore, or the future, or improvement. I, I will. I may bring things up lightly, but I won't do like I did before and say, "Hey, let's get this New Year's thing going." Hey, let's make some improvements. Obviously, he doesn't want that. Just like you said, Natalie, he's looking for an excuse before he even starts. And if he listens to this podcast, awesome. You know who you are. I'm not afraid to tell people thanks to their face. Anything that I say, not to their face. They just aren't here and it's more efficient for me to go ahead and say it instead of waiting for you to be around. So, if you hear this, you, don't worry. I uh, still love you. You're my guy. Just uh, making a note. Anyway. Um. But yeah, actually wanting to improve. And this kind of made me sad that I looked around and I saw that I was annoying some people. And there was this thread on, on back on threads, there was this whole thing about toxic positivity. And I, I get that. That's a weird thing. And it's, you know, you have to be empathetic to where people are. But you can be empathetic to a point, but I don't want to stop and sit on the side of the road And complained that we ran out of gas when I could be looking for a gas station. When I could be looking through the trunk of my car to see if there's anything to write a sign on. They need gas, please help. You know, it's going to get dark soon. You don't want to be out in the dark just standing on the side of the road. You've got people with you. Maybe one person walks to the gas station. Maybe the other person, you know, waits by the car with the hazard lights and the hood open. You do what you got to do. My mother used to call this wallowing in self-pity. And, you know, my mom, was she, she, she was tough on people. And so I, I I suppose I might be coming across as tough on people, but I don't attack people. I attack problems. And to me, this looks like a problem where we've got so much available to us. We've got so many opportunities. And we get upset over, over things. There was a guy on Threads with fifteen thousand followers, complaining that they weren't getting that much engagement. With hundreds of likes, hundreds of replies, and I'm thinking to myself, thousands of likes, hundreds of replies. And I'm thinking to myself, what are you complaining about? This is free. This is free marketing. Do you know how hard marketing was before social media and before? The internet came around what are you talking about you didn't pay thousands of dollars to i like, get email firm to make sure your email got sent out way way back in the day you didn't go hand out hundreds of flyers on your quote-unquote day off what are you talking about i went to when i was trying to get my foothold started back in the day when i was doing things down in san diego you know, I had, a, I had a, a three-night art show that pulled in a couple thousand dollars and it was something that I just put together and there was no social media, not like it is now. I, I think, I can't remember when events started to be a big thing on Facebook. But I want to say it was just around the time when events were starting to become a thing. They had Eventbrite for sure. But Facebook events, I'm not sure if that was a thing. Either way, it's not like you could corral a large amount of people that you didn't know without doing a lot of footwork. So, I say that to say, in whatever situation you're in, a lot of it's in your head. A lot of people, I know you don't want to hear this, a lot of people don't like to think about this, but yes, you might go to the gym for New Year's. Yes, you might you know, get your finances in order. Yes, you might take that class on on pottery, you know, because you want to make awesome pots and vases for all your friends. Lovely goal, sure. I that's 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 fine and great and good. I'm talking about renewing of your mind and your spirit. And really stopping to take a moment to look at what's available to you. Right now, we are being bombarded with information, mine included. Just bombarded with information, nonsense, ideas, good ideas, bad ideas. It's a lot to handle. It's a lot to take in. And I think people have started to default to a, a sort of a shutdown where they just kind of shrug their shoulders and then they watch the stream as it, fly, as it flows by. I don't know if any of you have ever been to stocks, but if you get into stocks enough and you start seeing all the tickers and data sheets and you get this computerized feed flying by your screen, watching what's happening in real time, it can become like this matrix-like stream of data where you're not even sure what's up and what's down anymore. You're just looking at numbers fly by. I feel that's kind of happened to a lot of people just in their daily lives. Notifications on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, x threads whatever else information on tv all your notifications on your phone yes definitely natalie information overload and uh, the desensi- desensitization to it that's the word i need to practicing become becoming desensitized towards becoming desensitized to all of the information that we're getting And. The thing about desensitization, yes, I will have to practice that word, desensitization, um, because that. we don't necessarily have to be desensitized. We can start to filter intentionally. We become desensitized when we're not considering what's happening. We're just letting it flow. We're just letting it flow into us, and we're just accepting it for what it is. If you actually stop and say, okay, hold on a second. How is my mind sorting out this data? How am I taking in all of this information? And now people look at me and they say, wow, how can you, how can you be on social like this and you know, do your thing and just jump online and jump off when you want and it doesn't really bother you? It's like, no, I've practiced this. I've learned how to, to do this thing. I've learned how to take care of the facility of my mind and my spirit. My body and my social is coming along a little slower, but my mind and my spirit are pretty strong right now. At least stronger than they used to be for me. So I'm happy about that. So back to wanting to improve. No matter what situation you're in, you can start to improve. And I'll probably do a separate podcast just about improving your mind state in light of all of this information and data that's going around i'll probably offer up some techniques maybe i'll whip up an ebook because kids like ebooks these days whip up a nice awesome ebook i've been thinking about my graphic design skills so an ebook might be an awesome thing to bang out um probably make more than one before the year is finished probably several anyway improving yourself we've got this Everyone talks about improving themselves, but I just don't I don't just want to give out some tips. I just don't want to give out ideas. There needs to be a mindset shift because if you really want to change, there's a bookstore, there's YouTube, there's Google, there's all types of places, there're coaches, there're friends, mentors, et cetera. We already know that. Let's, I want to step back a little and get, up, get back into that mindset shift. Like, what would cause somebody to start focusing on the negative? What would make them believe that it's okay to start giving up in the way they're giving up and i've had to ask this of myself so nothing i put out here am i admonishing anybody for i'm asking you because i've asked myself this and when i say you i don't mean you in particular you in parenthesis like you used to see in in grammar grammar class that general you whoever you might be i started wondering why I was getting so upset with notifications and slight bit of anxiety that I was feeling every week at a certain time. And I realized it was because a certain person would contact me every week around that time. And I realized I was getting a low level bit of anxiety. Like, well, should I go do this? Because if I, if I go, they'll start calling me. And if I'm, let's say I'm going to the movies and this person was going to call me, Then you know my phone would be blowing up, and they can't reach me in the movies. And then I'd get all these weird posts on my Facebook and weird messages on my phone. I just didn't want to deal with that, so maybe I shouldn't go to the movie, and I should wait for this person to call, or maybe I should call them first. Oh no, if I call them first, then they'll think that I want to talk to them all the time, and they'll that'll reinforce that behavior. Totally overthinking this nonsense. It it made sense, but at some point it was a bad bad thing yes thank you for dropping through natalie do your thing uh as i said i'm going to post this to i'm going to post this to the um, podcast stream later so you'll be able to all these will be archived on the podcast properly with apple podcast i have that set up already i just haven't launched yet because i want to get in the habit of speaking these things before i start publishing them um It's the way I'm deciding to do this output. So thank you very much, always, for coming through. Uh, We'll definitely look for you. Anyway. So I was having these notifications going on, and they were annoying me. So I stopped and said, why don't I turn my notifications off? I told somebody that I started turning my notifications off, and they got mad. Why would you do that? What if someone needs to get in contact with you? Well, just check my messages every hour. Is there something so dangerous that within an hour I'm probably not going to? But what if it's the... You know, and there's always but what and but what. and Once again, that back, that's back to excuses. Doggone it, am I going to have to do a whole one of these on excuses? Because I really didn't want to talk about that. I just wanted to talk about wanting to improve. Now, to improve... You need to actually look at yourself and say, look at your trajectory again. Like I mentioned from the beginning and think to yourself, what am I doing? What can I be doing less of? What can I be doing more of? What can I be doing better? You're on the highway, you're on the road, you see that mountain in the distance and you see where you've come, know where you want to go. You, want, you have a general direction of where you want to get. Start thinking about pathways. You don't have one definite path. You're going to need to adjust as you go. Your pathways are going to need to be taken in smaller chunks, in digestible bits that you can accomplish at any given moment. These are what I call goals. I have a trajectory that is taking me to the mountains, but that is not my, I don't want to put that out as a specific goal, because then I start to lose track of what's happening on the daily. I want to keep that defined as my trajectory. It's the general direction I'm going in, based on where I am and where I came from and where I want to go but a goal that i can clearly define that i can clearly think about in the state that i can say you know what i'm going to get in my car i'm going to drive x amount of miles i'm going to stop at a gas station and then i'm going to readjust from there i'm going to listen to the i'm going to listen to these podcasts while i'm driving i'm going to Maybe pick up some friends along the way. I'm going to adjust my tires. I may even look into getting a different type of vehicle. I don't know. This is a long journey. Let's see how it goes. But you make goals based on the path that you see. And I think what's happening with people not wanting to improve is that they've been sold so many ideas and their minds are so convoluted now that they don't see a pathway to where they're trying to get so they just stop and sit by the side of the road and they're waiting for further instruction waiting for some external motivation waiting for some type of miraculous external vision or vibe to push them forward if that's you waiting on that that's unfortunate you can do better you can make your pathways available to you. You can make them doable. You can start moving forward. The other option is to be stagnant. Now, you may have the company of a lot of people that also want to be stagnant, but that's not a good idea. You may feel like you've done enough and you don't want to bang your head against the wall. That's a very fine and positive feeling. Yes, the negative pain of, I don't want to do this anymore, or, this has gone on long enough, or this doesn't seem to be working. Those negative thoughts can still work to your positive advantage if you think about them in terms of your trajectory. If you've been riding along this road and it's bumpy as heck, you can't just sit there and say, I'm not going to drive anymore. The road is bumpy. Maybe you trade in your car for some new tires. Maybe you trade in your car for a truck. I mean, maybe you get a new suspension. Maybe you find a different route. There are all these things you can do. But most people have just decided to pull over and say, "Eh, I'm good. I give up. I quit. I'm just going to go with the flow and complain and be mad and upset. And that's unfortunate. So what I want to ask is, do you really want to improve? If so, how? Start writing it out. Start thinking through it. As I said in my previous podcast about resolution myths, you don't have to believe in all these things that, that people are pushing on you. You just have to believe that you can improve. Because we all can. A lot of times we decide not to, but we can. What's keeping you from even wanting to improve? What's keeping you from... Wanting that better thing. If you've given up, it is worth questioning, what have I given up on? Have I given up on the entire process? Have I given up on people? Have I given up on myself? These are questions you have to ask for any negative sensation. You have to ask, okay, why am I feeling that? And how can I start to move from that feeling to a better feeling? I am not a heavy partaker of illicit substances, but at one point, I was really stressed the hell out, and I had an edible THC kicked in, and I made some awesome decisions and kept going about my business, and well after that moment, I was like, you know what, if I made that decision while I was high, I can make it while I'm sober. And that just, that changed my life. I just took myself back to that feeling of being able to say whatever and going about my business into the, into the uh, non-inebriated world. It was great. So any negative experience you have can even be used for the positive. I hope this doesn't sound like toxic positivity because I don't want to, I don't want to, um, you know, deny anybody their situation or their pain. That's not what I'm doing. I'm saying you should acknowledge the pain and move on to even greater things. Something bad is happening? Yeah, acknowledge it. Accept it. Know that it exists and it's real. And then keep doing your thing. What's happening? Dip the hip? They dip, you dip, we dip. Shout out to the old songs from uh, back in the day. Oh, yeah. Constant improvement. It's like people don't not only do people not want to improve themselves, what's what's an interesting factor, what's an interesting thing is that people seem to have decided And I've I've run into this too myself, so I'm never speaking just wagging wagging my finger at people. I'm just saying you can make your way past this. But when when people as a group or in small clusters decide that they don't want to improve, Anybody who does want to improve will be admonished. they'll be attacked. they'll have rocks thrown at them, they'll be shut out, they'll be pushed away, they'll be shunned. So now, if you've got a group of five, ten people and you're the only person in that group that wants to go forward, suddenly you're pulling against the weight of the entire group, and you have to make a decision. do you want to leave this group do you want to Mentally or socially separate yourself from what the group is doing? Do you want to risk pushback? Do you want to risk being ostracized? It becomes a difficult thing. But this is this is what creativity requires. Creativity requires that you look at this, this darkness, this the stagnation, this. Malaise, this apathy that's happening. And say to yourself, I am a creative. I create things. I'm going to create a better situation for myself with the resources I have at hand. If you're sad, think about what's making you sad, why you're feeling this way, and accept the sadness. And when I say accept, I don't mean just cope with it. I'm not about coping mechanisms. When I say accept, I mean. Acknowledge and agree that you are feeling that way and that situation does exist. You may be able to change it mentally, but for now, just acknowledge it. Once you've acknowledged it, then you can go on looking into the reasons why it's happening, come up with some solutions, come to a certain state of resolve. All things I talked about in my previous podcast about the um, four parts of being resolute. But it's a dangerous thing when you stop and say, I don't want to improve. And that is the takeaway here. That is a dangerous state of mind because that is the antithesis of growth. You are literally dying when you stop stopped trying to improve a situation. That is where death starts to set in. That is where stagnation will take you to a comatose state. That is when... Atrophy starts to set in in any of your muscles, your mental muscles, your physical muscles, your spiritual muscles. Atrophy will start to set in. The rot will start to to leak in. The bones will start to creak. That's when you start getting rust around the corners. When you've decided that I don't want to improve. Whether you explicitly said it or not, if you've just decided that you don't want to improve in some area that you... You feel you should or you used to think you should then you're in dangerous territory I just realized I had the starting spoon banner still going on don't mind it how about this banner change that up boom now we're getting somewhere So, yes, this has been on my mind, and it's, it's tiring, but that doesn't mean it's bad. You put out more energy, and you receive less support many times when you're trying to create something new or different or improve, It's a difficult process sometimes but one that you need to take on. Use this time to reflect on yourself. Use this time to, I mean, I say reflect. It doesn't, just because we're out of 2023 doesn't mean we still can't reflect. You've got 12 months. And I know dates don't necessarily mean anything in the, in the big scheme of things, but use the spirit of the calendar. It just works. Just think about this is the beginning, fresh start. Acknowledge what happened in 2023. Think about what went well and what you can build from. Think about what didn't go so well and figure out if, what you want to do with that information. Leave it behind. Try again in a new way. I'm trying. This is another version of the podcast. So this is my evolution as well. So yeah, think about what's happening to you and actually think about why you're feeling the way you're feeling. This is, one of the, this is one of the primary differentiators between humans and every other creature that we know. We are able to think about thinking. There's a psychological term for that, I forgot what it is, but we're able to actually look outside of ourselves and think about how we're thinking about what we're thinking about. It's a high-level mental process that humans have that other creatures don't seem to exhibit, at least not at the level and in the same magnitude as we do. I don't think dolphins are sitting around thinking, wow, last year was a great dolphin year. I seem to have grown highly as a dolphin. Um, Maybe I should get my ears together and stop hanging out with all the orcas. They're kind of dangerous sometimes. But I'm a dolphin and I'm growing. Last year, I, I didn't grow as much as a dolphin. They can't, these other creatures don't, they think they're highly intelligent, sure, maybe, depending on what creature you're talking about, but they don't think about themselves the way we do, and they certainly don't think about thinking about themselves. So use this ability that you have to think about what you've been thinking about, honestly. When a post hits you and it bothers you, Don't just let it bother you and say, oh, I blocked that person. Actually think about why that bothered you. Why some random series of letters flying by on a virtual screen that's in your pocket of all of the billions of messages that get posted online every day, that one is going to stop you from having a good day. It might not have even been taken in the right context. Why did that bother you? Why did that upset you? And I'm not saying I don't get upset by certain things people say or certain things that cross my screen, but trust me, I've gotten so much better by thinking about why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling and deciding to make an adjustment. I've sat back and looked at things that have happened and said, wow, that really, that really got to me. What did that mean? Why did that happen? A therapist will tell you this too. You know, I mean, you have to actually consider what you're thinking about and why you're thinking about it. In fact, that's that's why they that's why they're so valuable in many cases because they can act as a mirror to your own thoughts. A lot of that you can do yourself is what I'm saying. So even when you're not around your therapist, if you have one, you can start just questioning, "Hey, That was actually a pretty minor deal. Why did that bother me? Why did that trigger me? Should I be triggered? Maybe I should be angry about that. Maybe I shouldn't. But just that actual process of thinking about why you are the way you are and why you do the things you do and why you're not improving, it's not to make you sad. It's just to make you more aware. Because once you're aware, then you can actually start to do things and you're not being pushed around by the random winds of life the random currents of the chaotic thing that we know the chaotically beautiful thing that we know is life is happening so i don't want to i don't want to say too much here about this point um that's already been said i'm just thinking about my own pathways right now the position i see myself in and the path that will lead to the next stopping point that will lead to the next path that will lead to the next growth point that will lead to the next path currently it is this it is the podcast I will show up here most nights of the week until I decide and evaluate something different right now it's going to be audio only because hey lives aren't doing that great right now I don't care uh, this is what I feel like doing right now if I If I feel like adjusting into something else, I will. They say I should be posting a lot of reels. Sure, reels take a lot more energy for me than this, so I'm doing this right now. If I feel I want to transition into something later, I will, but whatever. This is all an experiment, and that's all we can do. Try out things, learn what worked, and keep moving from there. Don't get mad at the water for splashing. Don't get mad at the wind for blowing. Just understand that is what's happening. Acknowledge it and do what you can to make yourself feel better. If anybody in the comments, see some people on Instagram. Facebook is kind of quiet tonight. And I'm on YouTube as well. Kicking out this multi-stream thing. But that's going to do it for me for this one. I want to improve these podcasts. So please make sure you listen, comment, let me know what you think. Anything that I post here on the social media streams will probably be deleted a short while after, or maybe not. Maybe I'll let them stay. Um, Some of these, I don't like clogging up my social media stream, so I'll probably get rid of it on, and we'll see. I'll see what I'm going to do with it. I haven't made all these decisions yet, and you don't have to make every decision right now. Just figure out what works and what doesn't. But that's going to do it for this one. Um, I want everybody to stay creative out there. Keep building the life that you want to build because no matter what the situation is, you have the ability to create the choices in your head and with your facilities. I really need to tighten that up into a nice outro statement, but for now, that's it. All right. Thanks. See you later. See you on Threads.